کرتے ہیں السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam Alhamdulillah, today is the 28th of Muharram 1443. When a person is not grateful and thankful to humanity, in reality he is not grateful and thankful to Almighty Allah Jalla Wala. This is Hadith Sahih, authentic Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. Alhamdulillah, the past week's activities during the morning with Moana Arafat and Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussain. Program is going well with Allah's fadl, Allah's grace and mercy. So many non-Muslims are benefiting. So we say Allah Malak that is what we want we want to give and propagate and convey the message to all muslim non-muslim male female adult and child so our message is the best for the east and the west and all places remember that so we never should try and compromise and be apologetic about islam then alhamdulillah we started surah kahf and that is also going on well and then mashallah our Q&A still the flagship program with Allah's mercy Allah's grace Tuesday Wednesday the bliss of marriage mashallah that also has picked up tremendously Wednesday I went from here mashallah to the Khankarit Salat there and then I went to Mufti Sahib it took me about half an hour 40 minutes to reach there because the road is under construction and the robots and the traffic lights are not working and traffic was so heavy this is part of our new South Africa you know that so many potholes and then the roads they fix up one patch and three patches they will leave open and it carries on so anyway I was there about 10-15 minutes before Maghrib and then we had tea and so forth and then Hazrat went to go teach and this time they were teaching Hazrat was teaching all about about the qualities we all need and mashallah that we should pay attention to that babu tawadu the chapter of humility and babu hasad the chapter of jealousy babu kibar the chapter of arrogance so all these type of things there which all of us normally in the hadith kitab they just fly through it but in ibn majah alhamdulillah hazrat explains also a little bit so it's very very helpful and then we draw up our own questions on other 
topics as well. And then we have 45 minutes, one hour or so. So mashallah, then we have very good discussion. We have uh, tea again and as good as a meal and so forth and so on. So mashallah, that it was very, very good. And then we discussed so much about Afghanistan and Taliban and so forth. Then Isha, and then I come back home. I know by the time I reach home is exactly nine o'clock because I can hear the news when I'm still in the car. So that is how I know it's exactly nine o'clock. Then Thursday, mashallah, we have our program, and that is the fiqh program with Mohana Zahid Khan, and that is we discuss about Hazrat Mahdi and about Khurasan and Nabi Isa salam, many many issues that inshallah things will unfold very rapidly nowadays also you can see so many signs of Kiyama unfolding in front of our eyes then Friday I went here to the Sufi Masjid mashallah and our Masjid is undergoing a facelift now Allah Jalla Wala reward our Chota Panjbah he passed away and his son mashallah Hafiz Wasiullah Hafiz Masihullah so especially Hafiz Wasiullah is doing tremendous work and the crowd is getting bigger so they extended the Masjid you're going to put new carpets and so forth so mashallah so that was what I spoke about I spoke about Taliban spoke about the new masjid new masjid meaning that the masjid is old but new musallas and new musallis and we spoke about the month of Safar and so forth and thereafter, mashallah, that we come home and we have, you know, then I meet our brother Muhammad Khan and them, they take me there. So, mashallah, that Allah reward him, his beloved son, Wasim, and so forth. He wasn't there, he's gone to Durban, I think. So, anyway, and we were reading Fajr Salat Day in Madrasa Al Muhajirin Wal Ansar. So, that is that Mona Yusuf Bhikkhu's Madrasa because the Salat is late. But so now we're back to the Jami Masjid because there now Salat is late so I can do the full half an hour in the morning so we see which masjid is later then we go there Saturday, mashallah, we are busy with visitors and so forth and so on. And then during the course of the week, so many people passed away. So we'll speak about that. And Sunday, mashallah, because I had to be there half past six, six thirty. So I had to leave quickly from here. Exactly six thirty, I was there, Dalum Zagaria, to pick us, pick up Azad Mufti Sab, and then we left. So Azad Mufti Sab came in my car, Mohan Abbas Sab came with me. So three of us and then Mohana Muhammad Durwesh and some students, mashallah, Muhammad Durwesh is the special khas khadim of Hazrat. So then some other students came and so forth. So they came in a separate car. And then whilst going there, we were speaking about the halat and, you know, about Pakistan, about India, about Afghanistan and so forth. Mohana Abbas mentioned... A very, very strange incident. You know, if you've been to Randair, Randair is there in Surat. I've been there. And there's two famous madrasas there, Husseiniya and Ashrafiya. They say there's only 80, 80 students. So imagine how the uh, the, the, the regime, the, uh, the Hindu regime actually remember of BJP, Modi and them are clamping down on madrasas, on darulums and so forth. Those madrasas, they did hundreds, hundreds 
and hundreds of students. So they have become, you must remember, the target, and they will tell you, no, you can't have so many students because of corona and so forth and COVID-19. So the Muslims are really going through difficult, difficult times in many parts of India, Kashmir, we all know, but besides Kashmir, other parts as well. And then I let us hear some, you know, what's happening in other parts of the world and so forth as well. So anyway, we reached there, and it was around 10 to 7, 5 to 7, we read Salat, and thereafter the program started in Ekonov. Ekonov is a branch of Dalum Zakaria. Dalum Zakaria started in 1983, mashallah. Thousands of students graduated as Hufaz, Ulama. Allah, Jalla accept them. Hazrat Mohana Shabir Saluji, Hafidahullah, invited his teacher, my teacher, Hazrat Muftrizaul Haksab in 1987. So from 1987 till now, 34, 35 years, if you take Islamically, subhanallah, the big, big sacrifice Hazrat is making. <coughs> His wife, family, all of them are there in Pakistan. So then he goes down and then, you know, every three, four months back during the holidays and so forth. So, mashallah, then Karim Muhsin read, and because there, a lot of students, so I spoke in English, and I said, because, yes, his class, let's speak about the Quran Sharif. So, mashallah, Hazrat also liked the talk. He said, Apne hai operation ki, or Mona Abbas, apne marham patti kar liya. That you did the main operation, and then Mohan Abbas put all the bandages and so forth when we were having breakfast, as it mentioned that. Then Mohan Rafika Turani also was there. He also read, mashallah. And thereafter, then Mohan Abdul Fattah from Cape Town, he also came, mashallah, and he spoke few words about what's happening there in Cape Town. Mohan Abbas spoke about if and when a calamity comes, so what should we do and so forth. And thereafter, Zad Mufti Sahib spoke, mashallah, so it was very, very good. Big crowd also. And then we had breakfast and so forth. Then Azad, we came back. We were in the car. We went to Mona Ghiyasuddin's house. He's from Bangladesh. And one of the senior teachers there in Aikenhof. So after that, then Azad told me, Wo ke jana hai. is a Pakistani, mashallah, and they all, you know, speak Pushtu and so forth. So I didn't know where the place. So I told Azad, I better get a rehabber, a guide. So Suhail Bai came they know the place so we went there three of us mashallah then I took Hafiz Yusuf Kala my colleague and you know I have a CD so I told Azad maybe we all your students and you know him well so listen to how he reads so Azad was very happy and he said that I told him he was in Denhauser and from Denhauser then I brought him there in 1983 mashallah so from 1983 till now, Islamic days, almost 40 years. So he's teaching them, mashallah, Allah to accept his khidmat. So Hazrat said in ki awaz to abitak bohut jawan here, you know. So still very powerful voice and so forth. Allah to accept all the khidmat and so forth. Then we had uh, went to the farm, the very nice place there, and so forth. And then they went away, and I came back home, and then I have to sleep, and then do you know, Q&A in the afternoon with Afiz Wadi. And then evening also visitors, and so forth. So we were very, very busy. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. But this week, to be honest, was a very, very sad week. Sad week, why? Because, remember, on Wednesday, we heard that, now when I was in Newcastle, so I used to 
to stay in Nightingale Street. So walking distance, I used to walk to Darulu most of the time. So sometimes you go to the car, like in the morning, but afterwards other salads, I just take a walk. I used to take a long cut also, I remember. So anyway, so they were my neighbors there. You know, Ibrahim Desai and his wife, and then these two youngsters, Dawood Basha and Arun Basha, used to go to school. So these are Dawood's children. So his daughter was just married three, four weeks, and his son was 17 years old, daughter Rabia, son Zamir, and then the son-in-law Abdul Qadir. They were going for a drive or something after Isha. Allah alone knows what happened. And remember, all three of them passed away. They in Den Hauser. So then they had the janazah. This happened on Wednesday night. So Thursday afternoon, they had the janazah at around 3 o'clock and so forth. Allah, Jalla wa grant our Dawood, his family, and all of them, Sabri Jameel, the whole family. And remember the marhumin, Allah, Jalla wa took them in the prime of their life. But we are Muslims. We accept Rida bil qada. We say, Inna lillahi wa inna ilirajoon. We belong to Almighty Allah, Jalla wa and unto Allah, Jalla wa is our return. We all have to die. There's no question about that. Inna kamayitu wa inna ummayitun. Ya Rasulullah sallallahu sallam, your demise will take place and they also will pass away and die. So definitely we all have to prepare for that day there. Then Thursday night we heard about our good friend Haji Muhammad Abdul Hamid Chunara. He used to contact me and so much muhabbat and so forth. Around quarter to seven he passed away Thursday night, you know, after Maghrib. He got the Jumu'ah, the month of Muharram. Allah Jalla Allah grant Haji Muhammad Chunara also of Springs Jannatul Firdaus. Allah Jalla Allah grant his family also Sabri Jamil. He used to give so much du'as. He say, I listen to you, you know, and you teach us so much and so forth so very very good friend used to come visit us also occasionally but now he was sick you know so therefore we spoke about two weeks ago or three weeks ago Allah Jalla make it easy for him grant him Jannatul Firdaus and his family as well then in my family they in Betal that our brother the Hashim family so Imtiaz Imtiaz was sickly that he needed the kidney transplant and so forth so all that was done and then he passed away in the morning and in hospital and when his mother heard about it Nargis so she collapsed and you know in the evening before Maghrib on Thursday she passed away as well so imagine in matter of hours you can say that the son passes away then the mother passes away and the brother Sikandar the husband the father obviously imagine what he's going through so Almighty Allah make it easy for him grant all the marhumin Jannatul Firdaus and then we heard about the Ismail by Lunat. He is an old Muswalli and whenever he used to see me, old man in his 80s, 84, 85, that his wife passed away, you know, on that Thursday night, Friday, and after Fajr, then we went, we made dua also in the masjid, and then we went to visit him also. That I asked him, Baji, that Kala's age, he said 81, they married 60 years, 61 years or something. So imagine, so, so much, so neck, so pious, 
bias, you know. So if you look at it, young, old, male, female, all passing away. Then we heard yesterday, then Ispingo Beach, Ted Yusuf Varyava, he passed away also. He was also very sick. Allah, Jalla, Allah, Grand Yusuf Varyava, also genital fistos. Allah, to make easy for his mother also, you know. She's also not too well. Allah, Jalla, Allah, Grand the Shifa, Grand the Sabar, and the son also, Allah, Grand genital fistos. Remember that we as Muslims, that we must be reading this dua daily. Tomorrow when we leave this world, somebody will make dua for us. Surah 14, verse 41. رَبَّنَا اغْفِلْ لِي وَلِوَالِدَيَّ وَلِلْمُؤْمِنِينَ يَوْمَ يَقُومُ الْحِسَابِ Oh, beloved Allah, forgive me. Forgive my beloved parents. Forgive the believers the day the reckoning is established. Likewise, Surah chapter 59, verse 10, Surah Hashar, in the 28th Jews, 28th Subara, and verse number 10, chapter 59, Rabbana fil lana walikhwanina alladheena sabakuna bil iman. Oh, beloved Allah, forgive us. Forgive our brothers, sisters. Most of them, we don't know. Some we know, but we can't can't know who's passed away in Pakistan, in India, in Europe, America. So in the Arab countries, so millions of people, anybody passed away with Iman, Islam, we make dua for them. So Ya Allah, forgive us and our brothers and sisters who passed away before us with Iman. People pass away, non-Muslims, we can't make dua for them. That's clear in the Quran, chapter 9, verse 84. But whilst they're alive, we make dua. Allah, Jalla, Allah, grant them Iman, Islam, diet, guidance, so forth, so on. Alhamdulillah. Then, you know, when I was in Newcastle, the Goga family, Haji Abdul Qadir Goga, he used to come and pick me up, subhanAllah, for years. So his daughter passed away there in Klagsdorp, Dr. Jeeva's wife, you know. So Allah Ta'ala grant her also Jannatul Firdaus. So imagine how many names I'm taking. These are all people I know personally, you know. The families we know. So imagine that how Almighty Allah puts people through a trial and test so each one of us read one Yasin, give some charity and any good deed two rakat ishraq damas two rakat tahajjud salat so you make dua ya Allah in ki baal baal maghfirat farma dije ya Allah you forgive them ya Allah ya Allah you elevate their rank give the family sabri jameel so all that we can do I have another five six minutes left so let me make few announcements because I'm inundated with all these questions daily 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 Number one, what is the story with the vaccine? Our fatwa from, I'm speaking of this COVID vaccine, corona vaccine, whatever you want to call it. So our fatwa from day one is, is totally haram and not permissible. I give you one easy example. The country that went and did the corona, the COVID vaccine, the most, and they said that they did 80, 90 percent of their country. Who is it? Israel, they already gave their jutlas and their people, you must remember, three vaccines already. And now if you read the Haaretz newspaper, they're telling the people, be ready for the fourth jab. 
So remember that this is so slow poison. You must remember that. The pharmaceutical companies are involved, the media are involved, the politicians, governments are involved, and so forth. Now look at the result of it. How many people have died? How many people cannot lead a normal life, and so forth? And prior to that, they could lead a normal life. And best part is you went for the first jab, the second jab, third jab, but they still tell you you must wear the mask, you must still do the social distancing, you must still take another jab. So what is the benefit I'm asking you? So remember that we need to be clear that we don't carry favor with any person, any organization, any politician, any government. Remember that the vaccines are totally haram for everybody. For male, female, Kalas who are 70, it's in I also have to say Kala. You make Allah Allah now. You don't have to worry of vaccine and all these things here. So that's number one. Number two is this. What's happening in Medina Munawwara and so forth and in Saudi Arabia, it's an absolute disgrace. We must remember for us, the Ummah, we need to conscientize our people. Half our people don't even know what's happening. So many sanamas coming up in Medina Munawwara. Tomorrow, what we what face we going to show Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wasallam? the son of Sayyidina Hussein who saw his father martyred and murdered into Maidan at Tufuf in Karbala he was there and he saw then he asked the Kuffar Shias that you murdered and martyred my father how will you face the master alayhi salatu wasalam so remember that's the question we have to ask ourselves they do all this and who's going to go the Muslims will go it's not only the Arabs so the Arabs will go non-Arabs will go they'll say no it's there in Medina then it'll come to Makkah and then. so I beg you make special special dua for the Haramein Sharifain make special dua for Majidul Aqsa and all our Masajid therefore we say for the beloved Sahaba to protect and promote their honor and dignity we must have so much love that we say we prepare to give our life for the honor of Sahaba we must have so much love for our Masajid and remember we must say that we will never ever allow anybody whether it's trustee whether it's Molvi whether it's Sheikh whether it's Mufti Imam to close our Masajid and if they close then we will speak about them till day of Qiyamah till we die. Because you must remember that that is Akbarul Kabair, one of the worst crimes a person can commit. Quran speaks of this. So therefore we don't apologize to anybody for that. We have to be very very clear on these issues. So whether it's any government, we must condemn them and building sanamas and what have you they in the Haram al-Madina Haram al-Makki or wherever totally Haram Alaysa minkum rajulur Rashid isn't there one intelligent person to guide you? Think about it. What can the imam say? Everybody is worried about their perks and their wages. That is the honest truth. We need to speak the truth. So that is what Nabi salam taught us. Third one, you must speak the truth even though the truth is better. The hadith 
is mentioned in Muslim Ahmad. Third one, we must remember that here in our beloved country, South Africa, the amount of pregnancies, Muslim and non-Muslim, because majority are non-Muslim, so it's obviously that, but among the Muslims, how many times I'm getting calls now? My daughter is pregnant, my sister is pregnant, this one is pregnant. Some got pregnant in a madrasa, some got pregnant in the school, some got pre- I'm speaking of haram pregnancy, zina, fornication, so you must remember. Then they will speak of abortion. When you committed the crime of zina, thereafter you want to go become a murderer and do abortion. So see, zulumatum ba'aduha fawqabad, one injustice, one calamity, one darkness upon the other. If we learn to lead a straight life, a pure life, then remember things will work out. But we day and night watching the movies, busy with our phones, busy with the pornography, and how many marriages are breaking. This husband having an affair with that lady, the husband's best friend's wife, that lady having an affair with this one here, and it's become like just acceptable, gay brigade also. So all, I'm speaking of Muslim. So my brother, my sister, I'm only appealing to you. You need to be very, very vigilant. Monitor what's happening with your children. Don't buy their love. Just give them money and give them gadgets. No. Share your time with them. Show them we are Muslims. We have a purpose. Our parents, they don't have all these gadgets and they couldn't even write properly. My mother, what she could write? She put a thumbprint there in a passport. But they would share their valuable time. They would cry to Allah. When last you cried for your children? When last you children kissed your mother's hand, your father's hand? Be honest about these things. So we only start making dua after calamity strike and so forth. So that is unacceptable. Remember that. Okay, let me give you the rundown of our programs. 2.30 to 3, Madrasa on Abemona Zaid Khan. 3 to 3.30, repeat of this morning's Q&A. 3.30 to 4, Mufti Ahmad Kanpuri, that remember that how we can bring change in our life that's in Urdu, 4 to 5 mashallah, nice good series, Ulumul Quran by Mufti Yusuf Mangera 5 to 7, Moana Khalid Yaqub from the Durban studio 7 to 7.30, the repeat of today's tafsir we had, and that is Surah Kahaf, verses 27 to 28, the end truth, that will be 7.30 to 8, we will have more Yunus Patel Rahimamullah before the Q&A 8 to 10, the Q&A with Moana Arafat Hatia, inshallah, that will be live on the three radio stations Radio Ansar International, Sirius FM, and Marcus Sahaba, the voice of Alu Sunnah Jama'ah. Urdu lecture, I see they got here yesterday's Majlis, but yesterday I spoke in English, so remember, I think they will put them on Abbas up, he spoke, and Hazrat Mufti Rizal Haksab spoke. So, inshallah, that those two lectures will be combined, and then, inshallah, that will be playing after the QA tonight, inshallah. Aziz, make dua for Taliban and make dua for the Ummah at large. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
नबी से महाबात की चाहत अगर है नबी से महाबात की चाहत अगर है तो मेहवर बनाना सहाबा सहाबा दिलों का तराना सहाबा 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 दिलों का तराना सहाबा सहा